um, figure out something unique on an end of a spectrum, not in the middle, play to an extreme, go all in, make sure you're passionate about it so it's real, and then you'll build a tribe of people that love it. And if you're doing a good job, a tribe of people that hate it too, and that's when you know you've hit a sweet spot. How much more successful would you be if you had lunch once a week with insanely successful entrepreneurs who share their biggest secrets on how they think and achieve success? Grab your seat at the table, because this is Business Lunch with Roland Frazier and Ryan Dice. Welcome to another episode of Business Lunch. And today's a snackable episode with Roland where he's going to get into some more tactical strategies that you can start using to live a rich and happy life. If this is the first snackable episode you're hearing, I'd encourage you to go back and listen to some of the other episodes that Roland has put out. And if you want to get notified every time we release a new episode, go to the new businesslunchpodcast.com website and we'll send you detailed notes along with every episode. That's businesslunchpodcast.com, www businesslunchpodcast.com and you can sign up for the free email newsletter where you'll be able to get all the highlights and resources from the episode. Hey everybody, Roland Frazier here with Business Lunch and I am very excited to welcome uh, a friend of mine and business partner, Rudy Maurer today. Rudy, who you may notice has a bit of a personal brand and I thought it'd be really fun if we could talk about how you've come about doing that, how you help other people, because he works with, you know, Floyd Mayweather and everybody on the planet that you can think of. And, um, and really what is the value and why should everybody have a personal brand these days? Before we do that, I want to say number one, Hey, and welcome to the show. Thank you. It's good to be here. And two, would you give a little bit about your background and your business? Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I speak on stage a lot and I always tell people that I have like this three part intro. So I'll give that real quick and then a bit of my bio. So three things I say on stage is number one. Yes. My favorite color is red. So if you guys are streaming in and watching this, you may be wondering number two. Yes. I'm very hot in this big red fluffy coat. I do live in Miami where it's, uh, you know, normally 80, 90 degrees. Uh, and number three, yes, the accent's British. So I sound far more intelligent than I really am. So those three things you got to know about me. And, and yeah, the background is like most of us entrepreneurs, selling as a kid, born entrepreneur, hustling my way through it, uh, mastering social media and websites. I built my first website at 14, mastered, kind of started social media at 18. So 14 years ago, made my first million at 25 with social media, built a fitness business to a few million, then an agency. Um, and now I, we have a bunch of stuff, which I'm sure I'll discuss, but that, that's the summary of my journey. Moved to America nine years ago because I realized I had to be in the, the right environment and the right rooms. And it was a life changing decision that paid off. So that's a bit about me. I love it. And, and um, I really like one of the things that that I've identified. I used to be behind the scenes in all the things that I was doing. And then a few years ago, decided that it was important to to build a personal brand. And so I'd love to talk about that a little bit yep. because you really help people especially do that, right? Yeah, and I was exactly the same as you, behind the scenes doing it for a few years. And then about five years ago, I saw what I mean is the writing on the wall of the future of business. And I saw the personal brands taking off the influences. And I saw part, you know, people I was business partners with, like big influencers or agency clients making millions of dollars and, and just because of their social presence. So I said, you know, I can either stay behind the scenes and partner with them and do it, or I can become that and then own everything, right? So it's kind of like, 
you know, I'd sooner own everything than have to kind of partner and then battle heads and the pros and cons of working with big influencers, right? Right. I still kind of do now, but at least they're A-list celebrities. So you make way more money for the heartache and headache that you have. <laughs> so yeah, just like you, I saw the writing on the wall. And now we work with big brands and A-listers and monetize their brand. Um, we help a ton of entrepreneurs build their personal brands and then the actual brand that they own as a business. And then obviously a part of my time is growing my personal brand because I see that as a big piece of the future. So for somebody that's thinking about getting into this um, and they're like, man, I just can't, I can't think about creating thousands of pieces of content every month and not having a life and all that. What do you say to those people and how do you, when somebody comes to you that doesn't already have a brand, which I know doesn't happen as much now as it used to, um, what, what would your advice to them be? Yeah, I mean, a lot of people are trying to build the brands now because they understand it's important. Most of them aren't doing a very good job of it. So it's kind of like a beginner still, but at least the intention's there, right? And that's a key piece of success is intention. So I would say the content isn't even that bad. Like, the, you know, me doing all the content, Gary Vee says it well. He says, create content that fits into your lifestyle and what you're passionate about. So I mean, it can be bad if it's, super rigid stuff you don't like but a lot of my stuff is you know my ideas that i'm passionate about that i teach my staff or i teach right. you know, lecture my clients on and then i just reshoot it for everyone else right and i batch it i do 10 minutes in a car journey and i do 10 one minute videos and now with ai it's easier than ever like i teach you know thousands of entrepreneurs how you can do so much with ai you know i taught the other day how hey, do that 10-minute video. You've got 10 one-minute clips now. Then you can transcribe that. You can have ChatGPT make that into 10 emails, make it into a free PDF ebook, and then you can take that 10-minute video and make it into a podcast, and then you can write 10 blog posts from it. And, and like that's right, 10 minutes made into hours of content. So it's easier than ever before. Yeah. Um, really making the content isn't the hard part. What's hard is standing out because everyone's now doing it, right? And you have to create something unique, something that's controversial or entertaining or has a USP because if not, it's very hard to stand out. So how, what's the best way for people to go about doing that other than they've already lost the ability to do red because you own that? Yes. So what, what should they do? Well, the good news is there are other colors out there, not just red. <laughs> right? So there are some other color options. But no, on a serious note... Um, I think you have to, I, am, I imagine content on a spectrum, right? And we're trained our entire life to play in the middle of everything. Our parents from childhood, even I remember it, and I had more unique parents. They were pro athletes traveling the world, not fitting into a norm by any means. But even then, they still say, oh, you fit in because you're going to get bullied as a child, right? Like if you do. So we grow up trying to fit in. And creating amazing content and even amazing businesses is usually being on the other end of the spectrum where you do the opposite, right? Like you don't become Elon Musk saying, I want to build a civilization in the in the in space by fitting in, right? You'd get bullied for that idea in school as a child. So the content's the same. You can't do what everyone's doing. You can't fit in. You can't play it safe. You can't be neutral. And that was very hard for me because I came from a science background where you're trained to be very neutral. Like, oh, this supplement can work, but it also may not work. And who really knows? We still need, right? So I had to learn over years to be more like all in on my beliefs, right? And I think that's what a lot of people listening. Obviously, there's a lot that goes into it. But one big takeaway is 
um, figure out something unique on an end of a spectrum, not in the middle, play to an extreme, go all in, make sure you're passionate about it so it's real, and then you'll build a tribe of people that love it. And if you're doing a good job, a tribe of people that hate it too, and that's when you know you've hit a sweet spot. I love that. I'm going to... Um, I'm gonna ask you to name drop for a second. Would you talk about some of the clients that you work with that you help with this kind of stuff? Yeah, I mean, we work with A-list celebrities and influencers and, um, you know, Floyd Mayweather's one uh, client, for example. Um, there's many more, a few more on my Instagram that I'm not really allowed to name publicly. But yeah, Floyd Mayweather, um, some wrestlers, WWE wrestlers, famous wrestlers, you'll probably know some cat what I call category kings or um, people that have dominated industries that I really love to work with, people like Les Brown, one of the world's most famous motivational speakers, um, Super Bowl champs from Shark Tank, right? Yeah, Sharks from Shark Tank. Like, so we're always looking at, you know, we like a mix, right? It's just kind of like a good bit, like investing in stock, right? We want to mix. So we want some super famous A-listers, some actors, some athletes, and then we want people that are like category uh, owners or kings or experts where you can really go deep in a category like speaking, right, or motivation or finance or stock trading. So we try and create that diverse mix and there's pros and cons of both. So given that you're working with celebrities, you've got your own brand. I know you've got a TV show that you've been kind of playing with. Um, you've got uh, a lot of the stuff that you're doing with AI. Mixing all that together, what are you most excited about for the, the next 12 months? Yeah, I'm really excited about my personal brand because I got very intentional with it a year ago. We got to about 100, about, you know, we got to about 100 staff or uh, started this year, well, this past year actually now, so a year ago. And I and we had a lot of the day-to-day -day running, so I really wanted to spend more time on the personal brand because um, I do think that's the future. And I've got the, um, like, I'm very lucky like you where we have the business acumen. So if you can build the personal brand, we already have the machine. So I say, hey, we're like an Amazon warehouse and we've actually built the warehouse. So now we just need to get the parcels running through it, right? The packages. Yeah. Whereas most influencers and celebrities are the exact opposite. They would have yeah. no clue how to build a warehouse or hire employees to work in that warehouse or to manage the taxes for the warehouse or the logistics, right? So that's when you become a rare breed when you can do both and you see a few successful people online that have a big company and have a big influence and they generally win, right? So for me, it's like, I've got the warehouse, now I wanna grow my personal brand to fill the warehouse. Uh, the celebrities are, are really interesting because they're a bit of a wild card in just how successful they can be. But the cool thing is when you do find a successful one, because it has the name behind it, it can grow faster than a regular company. Um, and TV, I have a big Amazon Prime TV show coming out in April, um, and I'm trying to do it, finalize a Netflix one as well this year. So that's my big goals. What did you learn that uh, in this journey so far on the on the branding side that you would do differently? Like, what what, what were some big takeaways that maybe surprised you that are different from what you expected that might help people? Yeah, there's a good one. So I would have played to the extreme way quicker, right? Okay. And I and I'm still not doing it to its full potential because it's right. Let's it's, let's brainstorm that for a half a second. So let's let's say somebody is owns a coffee shop, uh, and they want to brand themselves, and, and and maybe that's not as good an example. So if you don't like that, let's say I'll, they're I'll, a car dealer. 
yeah, well, you have to play to an extreme of like, this is the only type of car you should buy. If you're buying those freaking electric Tesla cars, you are in a joker. Why are you buying those stupid? Come and buy a used car. Don't depreciate. I got the best deals in the whole area. You know, look at this car. You only have to pay for you got You got to play to an extreme, right? Like even um, a coffee shop, right? Like Screw Starbucks. Who the hell is paying $8 for a freaking coffee? Our coffee is $1 and tastes way better. Here's 20 people. I blindfolded all 20 of them. I'm giving them a Starbucks $8 and my $1 and the price is on the front of the cup as they sip it. Look, 17 people said my $1 coffee is better. If you, used to, if you go to Starbucks, you're an idiot. Stop going to Starbucks, right? And it's okay. it's okay to make to turn people off, right? It's okay to make some yeah. people mad. But that's what I'm saying is we're trained our whole life to not do that, right? Right. right. Very hard instinctively to then go and do that. And it's uncomfortable and we feel weird and you have to work through that. And it's like it, it takes time to actually do that and be confident doing that. And then um, there's a lag period just like in business where you do it and then you hope it's going to work. So, yes, that's one thing that's very important, the extreme side. And hopefully those examples work right like i walk around in all red i have this big red jacket and i walk through the airport in it and i walk through miami in it i live on the beach on miami beach thousands of people are probably like what the hell is this <laughs> like is this guy crazy and in miami there's a lot of crazy people so they're probably like oh that's just another crazy person is he <laughs> is he homeless or is he a celebrity i don't really know but <laughs> it's probably crazy so but you have to be okay with that right and like now i kind of find it fun because guess what all the times that people normal people right probably think i'm an idiot which i'm okay with now there's a few business people like I've made million dollar deals where someone walks over to me that's an ultra millionaire or billionaire and says, tell me about this gig. I know you got something going on, right? Yeah. And there's a hundred entrepreneurs in the room and they beeline to me and go, tell me about this gig, right? And that's a million dollar yeah. deal. So you got to learn to play the game a little, right? And one good way of watching this is wrestling. So I work with some of the most famous WWE wrestlers. They build characters, that yeah. live longer than most people don't even know the real name of some half the WWE wrestlers because they've done such a good job at building characters. So yeah, I think that's a good tip to start. What would you say is a big mistake that you see a lot of people make that maybe isn't obvious that, that, that it's like, I don't know, always, it could be something that was maybe like we expected it to go this way, but it goes this way or man, I, I, I leaned into this, but I discovered that that is better. Well, I mean, it's just like general business and marketing. Most things fail, right? And then the few things that win can make you millions of dollars. And so I've kind of learned over time, if I know the formula is most things won't work as well as I thought they would, but a few things will and make me millions. How do I just work through that system quicker than anyone else, right? Yep. And quicker before I die, because if I can do 10 ideas a month versus two and I'm going to die one day, then in theory, I'm going to have more success. So it's kind of the same with social media of like half the stuff won't work. Half of it, some of it will. And a few of things will go like off like crazy. And then I'm a big data guy because of my science background. So then I'm, you know, every week we have a KPI call where my social media, all my department heads, but my, including my social media manager, have to present KPIs for five minutes. And I'm using that to make decisions and I'm forcing them to do it. So I'm saying, hey, show me the top posts. OK, good. Now turn up and show me the ideas you've made off the back of those top posts which I call is this like splinter effect, right? Where you're splintering off. Um, so 
So yeah, I think it's the idea, testing. Um, What's one that you thought was going to work that you were surprised that didn't? Oh, well, we've created like entire $5,000 production videos, hired a crew, spent a day filming, and then we've thrown up a selfie video that's made me a million dollars, right? Like it's just, it's just <laughs> you got you to gotta become unemotional with these things, right? And just let it decide. Um, and then just where, look at trends and double down on them. Where do the ideas come from? You mentioned trends. What, where do you look for ideas and to kind of keep up with this stuff? Yeah, well, I'm lucky because I'm very creative, so I'm coming up with a lot of them. And then I'm yep. looking at, I always love to model success. So I teach everyone, like, look at other top people in the industry that are crushing it, and then look at how you could take that from a different industry and apply it into your industry, right? And so, and then, and, or apply your own spin. So if someone's doing a, you know, if I just gave this coffee cup example, right, and the this guys doing this video about this coffee, you know, coffee versus Starbucks blindfolds, 20 people, you see it go viral, it has 5 million views, and you're watching it and you own a chocolate bar company, right? You sell luxury chocolate, I'm taking that idea. And then I'm gonna have Hershey's chocolate versus my chocolate line 20 people up and film it different industry, but winning idea, right? So I'm looking at how can I model those winning ideas and make them my own. I love it. What for people that want to learn more about all the cool things you do or to reach out and follow you or, or connect with you, what are the best ways to do that? Yeah. I mean, our Instagram's like one of our biggest main platforms. So, um, at Rudy more life, um, or just put Rudy in and you'll probably see the red icon. And then for people that are listening that don't get to see the show notes and stuff, why don't you spell the last name just so they get, yeah, they yeah. Get that. So it's Rudy, R U D Y and then more M, but spell M A W E R. Right. So Rudy more and then life at the end, cause it's my life. Right. Um, and then, uh, you can just Google me. Right. And I think that's a valuable skill. One thing I tell my uh, clients that I go, Hey, Google yourself in a private browser and if you're not taking up the first few pages, you got work to do on your brand. Your Google yeah. wants to look like your LinkedIn or your old resume. So uh, you can Google me and find everything there too. And every single one of you should have your brand and your personal brand uh, really strong on first page of Google. Love it. And then uh, the podcast, what's the podcast? Yeah. So we have a top entrepreneur podcast. Um, we have lots of amazing guests on there. We had this one bad guest called Roland one time, but apart from that, <laughs> no, um, I, uh, living the red life, right? So our whole theme is we want to teach entrepreneurs to be different, to create a life of their dreams. And a bit of a play also that works well is taking the red pill and, and building a life in Wonderland. So living the red life um, is the podcast too. Love it. Well, thank you for being here. Um, before you go, what is your favorite new resource that you are just super excited about right now tool resource tactic which well, of those three things? i think it's ai as a bucket right yeah. um and i think you know how we're and we talked about this when we were together like we're creating um ai avatars video avatars of, of ourselves but also our celebrities and yeah. they're getting so good right now we just did a celebrity i can't say who it is but we just did it um, a couple of my team, they were like, no, that's the real video. We need to send them the AI video. And I was like, no, that is the AI video. Like six that's months crazy. ago, you could tell this one, like you literally almost can't tell, or you can maybe just tell if you know what you're looking for. Right. It's right. like when you see a white wall and you say there's a mark on there, normal person wouldn't see it, but once you see it and know it, then you can see it. Right. It's kind of where we're at with AI video. 
Um, and all the branches off that AI voice, we're using it for one of our celebrities to send custom voice messages um, and custom with their name, their booking date, follow-ups. Like it, it's just crazy world that I know you are exploring and probably talked about a bunch, and I am too. Um, so I'm excited to see how that changes the business world over the next 10 years. Awesome. Well, thanks again for being here. I really appreciate it. And uh, we'll see you guys next time on Business Lunch. Hey, Roland Frazier here. If you're looking for a way to grow your business exponentially, to get more customers and ultimately increase your wealth, there's no faster way to do it than to acquire other businesses that already have the customers, products, services, teams, and media that you want. If you want to double your sales, just acquire a company that has the same sales as yours. It sounds simple, but far too many people end up starting new businesses that fail and forget that they could skip all the hard stuff and just acquire one that already exists. There's a reason why private equity firms, family offices, big companies like Apple, Google, and some of the smartest entrepreneurs on the planet do not start new businesses from scratch. They acquire already successful businesses. And when they do it, they instantly increase their sales, their profits. If they want market share, they increase that. They can get new products and services to offer all instantly. Hey, look, 90% of new businesses fail. 90%. Why not acquire an already successful business and increase your chances of success by 900%. What most people don't realize is you can acquire highly profitable businesses with no money out of your own pocket in pretty much any country in the world, regardless of your credit and without having to go find a bunch of investors or needing any experience. Look, I've been acquiring businesses for over 30 years now, and I cover the whole process in my epic investing strategy training, and I want to give it to you 100% free. Just visit businesslunchpodcast.com forward slash epic to get your free access to my epic investing training right now while it's available. Hey, Roland Frazier here. If you're looking for a way to grow your business exponentially, to get more customers and ultimately increase your wealth, there's no faster way to do it than to acquire other businesses that already have the customers, products, services, teams, and media that you want. If you want to double your sales, just acquire a company that has the same sales as yours. It sounds simple, but far too many people end up starting new businesses that fail and forget that they could skip all the hard stuff and just acquire one that already exists. There's a reason why private equity firms, family offices, big companies like Apple, Google, and some of the smartest entrepreneurs on the planet do not start new businesses from scratch. They acquire already successful businesses. And when they do it, they instantly increase their sales, their profits. If they want market share, they increase that. They can get new products and services to offer all instantly. Hey, look, 90% of new businesses fail. 90%. Why not acquire an already successful business and increase your chances of success by 900%? What most people don't realize is you can acquire highly profitable businesses with no money out of your own pocket in pretty much any country in the world, regardless of your credit and without having to go find a bunch of investors or needing any experience. Look, I've been acquiring businesses for over 30 years now, and I cover the whole process in my epic investing strategy training, and I want to give it to you 100% free. Just visit businesslunchpodcast.com forward slash epic to get your free access to my epic investing training right now while it's available.